Tune into another episode of Bake That Radio Show. Um, actually, I, I think I'm gonna start calling the Bake That Radio Show podcast because it, it's transitioned from a radio show to now like a podcast. But anyway, I have a special guest today, Miss Coco Felton, who yes. is owner of uh, Crowning Kings Massage LLC off of Riverside. Still over there at Riverside. Right? I am. Yep, okay. 2424 Riverside Drive. All right, thank you for taking the time out today. On short notice, you know. Right, I'm with it. Okay. Thanks <laughs> for having me. Oh, no. You know, like I told you, I was going back and I was sitting there trying to think when my previous interviewee canceled. It's like, I don't, I know I have people that I have been wanting to interview that I haven't interviewed that I've, you know, because we, you know, we talk a lot, we do stuff together. Um, but yeah, I was surprised that we haven't done an interview by now. But it's cool though. It just seems like we have since I've been up here on yeah. other projects. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. So, you know, Not always giving support yet. to everybody else. Which, that's one of the things I actually like about you. You actually support. You're not like one of those people who, uh, you know, you say something or whatever. Right. And nothing ever happens of it. Right. Yeah, there's it, too many of them out there. Or the people who have a business who be hollering about people don't support them, but they don't mm-hmm. support other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you Which we've done support. You know, like just doing certain things together and, you know, business-wise. Right. Yeah, so. Right, we do see each other on a lot of different projects. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. Yeah, it's just, just mind-blowing sometimes. But for everybody out there who doesn't know about you, uh, give us a little background of, you know, how you got into being a licensed massage therapist because you do have to be licensed by the board. Most definitely. Um, and then also, like, why be an entrepreneur? Mm. Well, <laughs> so the second question, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, you know, my journey into massage therapy, I, I'll give you the shortest version which I can. Mm. It started like, um, so I, you know, obviously went to high school and I graduated and I thought, you know, um, everyone's like, oh, you're smart. You should be a doctor. But I never wanted to go to school for that long. Like, yeah, I'm like, well, a long time. That is. Yeah. I just never was interested. And that's before I even know any, knew anything about holistic care. I just was never interested mm-hmm. in being a doctor. Yeah. Um, so originally I chose occupational therapy. I went to Alabama State and let's just say I came home early. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was about to say, this seems like it was a different type of culture. Yes, which... I love them state. Shout out to my ass, you. Um, I cheered there the whole night. I love them state. But I came home after like two and a half years, and I started working at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And I worked at Best Buy for a while. And uh, I mean, like quite a few years. I don't remember, maybe like three or four mm-hmm. or longer. Maybe I'm not three or four years. Anyhow, um, you know how sometimes you, you know you want to go do something else, but you don't because you got complacent. I got mm-hmm. pretty complacent at Best Buy. I was able to go to work, pay my bills. I was good. Yeah. Um, but I was originally coming back home to get hold to a good hustle so I can go back out to school because that's something that out-of-state fees kick my butt. So, I had um, plenty of those going to Fort Valley coming from Tennessee. Yeah, see them? So you understand mm-hmm. me. So I was like, I'm going to get a good hustle. So I researched all these different jobs. I can go get a little trade in right quick, but make mm-hmm. good money on the back end. Yeah. And Massage Shaver was one of those jobs. I reached out to a few schools. Um, and the school I ended up attending was Asha, the Academy of Somatic Healing Arts in Norcross. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I reached out and someone's up with my financial aid, all kinds of stuff. And I just was like, I'll just stay working at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. There was a lady named Teresa who worked in the financial aid office who literally for a year called me every two weeks to a month for a year, like on it. Like, mm-hmm. are you coming to visit? Are you going to this? Are you going to that? And when I stopped working at Best Buy, I finally was like, okay, Teresa, like, I have never seen anybody as diligent. She did all the leg work for my financial aid, get me back on target with it. Never seen anybody that diligent about me coming. I was like, girl, let it go. (laughs) But she didn't. And um, it ended up being the absolute best move I ever made in my life. I was 25 that year. Like, hands down, best. It was the roughest year Mm -hmm. in my adulthood, but I learned all kinds of stuff. Got into holistic care. I learned about forgiveness. You name it. That's when I made a big turnaround Mm -hmm. in my life. So... That's how I got into massage therapy. Pushed a big push by Miss Teresa, and um, trying so to find a hustle. So she basically changed your life. Oh, definitely. You still keep in contact right now. No, or? because you know, um, so there was a change to the way schools are funded, mm-hmm. um, and it took it. So when I went there, I could get public funding, but it was technically a private school. Mm-hmm. They changed that. My school went through so many changes, and the year after I graduated, they mm-hmm. ended up shutting down. Oh wow, that's sad. That was super sad. That was the best. I mean, anybody who went there was like, yeah, this that was the absolute best, hands down. Yeah. When I go out into the field and I'm talking to other therapists and I say I went to Asha, they be like, oh, I got to pull out all the stops. Like, this is an Asha grad. Like, yeah, so Asha was known for... Putting out the best therapists, having the okay. best program. Like, it was the bomb. My teachers, well, the, pe- the deans of the um, school, mm-hmm. they put up like $120,000 of their own money trying to keep the doors open. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean... So it was basically just mismanagement, I guess, from higher-ups. Exactly. Yeah. When they changed the way the funding was and, mm-hmm. you know, who could receive what and all that, it yeah. it just put them out. So, like, Virginia College, I guess, on the nationwide table, a lot of stuff went about it. Yeah. Um, research stuff that it was crazy. It wow. is crazy. But... So, I guess you're, um, once you get the certification from the school and then you get the license from the state, it doesn't matter what happens to the education background of the school or the school in itself because you're already certified with the state now. Thank God. Yeah, because, you know, it wasn't one of those type of things where my school lost its accreditation, but they kept, you know, um, educating students. Like, it wasn't one of those type deals. So, I know that when that happens, if the school isn't accredited, you really don't. Yeah. If you... They usually don't even take your info for you to be uh, licensed or anything anymore. So, yeah. so now you just keep your license up every year. Every two years, I have oh, to do. Um, I have to take um, a certain amount of continuing ed mm-hmm. and renew every two years. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I, I can see why though, you know, because there's a lot of people out there who jump into it <laughs> or who try to do it on the side, and it downplays the one in your crowd because I know you're a person who charges not because, you know what I'm saying, you want to charge high prices or prices that seem to be high. Um, you know your value. Exactly. You know what you bring to it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I know what I bring to certain things and I respect that about people. Um, but I can see where it can be frustrating dealing with situations where, yeah, you know. Everybody people, think that, oh, I, I massage too. No, say. you don't. <laughs> but, you know, I can tell you're very, even though, like, it was something you were, like, I guess, coached into doing, mm-hmm. you still care about it to where you're always learning. Because even when I talk to you, I can tell that it's more than just fitting the criteria for the state, right? Oh, man. This is, it's so much deeper than that. Like, this is 
I know that I am blessed to know that I am doing something I love. This is my calling. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's more things I'm called to do, but as of right now, like mm-hmm. this is this yeah. is it. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know that originally. Like I said, I was originally going for some hustle. Like I was yeah. going to get some. They made according to you know, I was thinking you know seventeen to twenty dollars an hour. That's some good money. Mm-hmm. It is some good money. You know, if you're gonna yeah. go work for someone else at, at a spa, you know what I mean. So. Mm-hmm. I was looking at that. You know, mm-hmm. I had no clue that I can get out on my own. It was never anything I set out to like, oh, I'm going to start a business with a massage therapist. Yeah. No, I'm going to have a good hustle so I can go back to school and mm-hmm. afford to stay there and, you know. Do it, yeah. But I got into it and I love it, period. I love it. Okay. All right, well, we're going to get more into it. going to take a little break real quick for our, our sponsors and we'll get right back into it with Miss Coco Kelton. All right, y'all, we're back with Miss Coco Felton, owner of uh, Crowning Kings See, I'll purposely not try to mess it up. <laughs> Crowning Kings Massage, LLC, on Riverside Drive. Um, I have heard great things about your services. Um, other people have uh, talked about it. I've even went to the uh, Facebook page. And I can tell that, you know, you love what you do and you're good at what you do because when I did the uh, vending event, um, what, what did you call it? It was a... Sip and Soak. Sip and Soak, yes. yes. And all the people coming in there from all over the place. Because, you know, I, I talk to people. Right. And they driving from here and Tumbatu and all these <laughs> different places. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they were coming from they all over the place. They were coming from all over the place. So that in itself is an accomplishment. You yeah. know, one you should be commended for. So... Definitely big ups for you for doing that. Thank you. Um, I'm going to bring that back. I've been getting a lot of people like, are you going to do another sip and soap? Are you going to do another sip and soap? Yeah. It, yeah. Like I said, it was, it was a cool experience. Um, <clears throat> I, I made money, you know. So, right. So, you know, it's cool. Mission uh, accomplished. It, well, you know, I think I think what I was doing, it matched. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Most definitely. Um, for the cook shop or whatever. And then it being natural products. And then you having a holistic approach, a natural approach to doing a lot of benefits. Because... I don't think people really understand all the benefits, you know, right. for massage. I think if they did, I think it would be uh, it would be bigger. People would seek it out a lot more if they understood that it is more than just a luxury. It is more than just you know pamper time or mm-hmm. something your girl should do for her birthday. Like it's so much deeper than that. Yeah, so like, <clears throat> excuse me. Let the people know. You know what? What are some like you know? I guess top five, top ten benefits, or you know whatever you can name out. Because I know there's a lot of. Them. There are. Yeah. Then that's one thing I, I want people to know. When there's some, when something is natural, the benefits are usually pretty endless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when it's yeah. a natural thing, it has a lot exactly. of benefits. You can use it for this specific thing, but it has a lot of benefits. But I would say some of the most, um, you know, some some things that it answers that are common for people, mm-hmm. it pain relief. Mm-hmm. Like how major is that? Mm-hmm. How many people go to work? And, or just live through life like, man, my back always hurts. It's just yeah. always been like this. So they just like they just always have to put up with it. So pain relief is big. Um, increase in circulations. There mm-hmm. are a lot of uh, disease in the body that, you know, create that or come from um, low circulation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, over time, low circulation creates even bigger problems. Mm-hmm. Um, sleeping. You can sleep much better. I always tell you, you can go longer, stronger, faster with massage. Like, mm-hmm. that's so deep. Like... People have, and this is why Crowning Kings is to let men know that mm-hmm. they are also welcome because they have mm-hmm. some of the most physical jobs when it comes to, you know, in life. Yeah. They got the physical labor, and they just think their girl's supposed to do it for pamper time. Like, no, brother, like, 
your muscles are not supposed to be hurting right now. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to be tense. You know what I mean? Like, come, let's ease muscle tension. Let's get your body back into balance. Like, for me, that's the best thing about massage is getting the body into balance. And when you get a regular massage, the body will automatically start. It's like you're training it to just get back in the balance. You throw something off, you can feel that, and you get right back in the balance. So, over time, this is something the body will start just adjusting to because you're training it. So those are main things massage offers. Um, then there's a mm-hmm. mental side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so many people are so stressed out mm-hmm. and so much going on up top. And mm-hmm. we take, we love to take some medicine behind. We'll do mm-hmm. anything else besides yeah. go get a massage and go meditate. It automatically mm-hmm. puts you into a meditative state. Um, I make sure that in my room, like, it is very soothing. It's yes. very, it's, si- hey, very I, soothing place I to be. I can definitely vouch. I've seen her room. <laughs> and it is so, like, calming. It's, um, like, I'm... To go into it, it's, it's like a, uh, an ambiance of like you know serenity or something. Yes. Um, so I definitely can see where you know people going in there. You might have people who fall asleep yes. while they're doing it. And I encourage people do fall asleep. The body heals itself during sleep. That's mm-hmm. it's time to regenerate. So exactly. go to sleep. You're you're not gonna miss anything. You're gonna wake up and you're gonna feel new. You're not gonna miss nothing. Go to sleep. I only play meditative music. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep the lights low. Mm-hmm. Like encouraging that. Go to sleep. Get some rest. It's an hour of escape from life, and mm-hmm. get up with a new body. I yeah. mean, yeah, exactly. It's just like this whole been like rejuvenated exactly. or something like that. Um, so, how often would you recommend then that people have massages? Is based on like occupation, mental uh, health, um, you know, demanding schedules, no. what? No, it's not. It's, you know, it's based on how often can you afford to get it. You know what I mean? Because if you get a massage every day, that's awesome. And Mm -hmm. not just for me, like for you, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. Once a week, Mm -hmm. awesome. Twice a week, you know, every two weeks, you should never go longer than a month. So 30 Mm -hmm. days should be the longest you should go without it. Okay. And so I try to run, uh, I try to keep specials and memberships. Like, you know, currently I have one, $100 gets you two massages in one month. Really? Really. And that's 260 minutes. If you want to do 290 minutes, $180 gives you 290 minute services in one month. Oh, wow. $200 gets you four sessions in one month. So that's a massage a week for $200. And I'm $70 an hour, so you can do the mm-hmm. math on that. Yeah. So, yeah, trying to encourage people to get in a good rhythm. Mm-hmm. Because it's like anything else. Like, you know, you can't do it one, you can't work out one time and mm-hmm. think you're just going to be <laughs> yeah, exactly. perfect body. They don't work yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I think, like, like you said, a lot of people look at it as a luxury. I look at it as. You know, it should be a necessity. It is. I call it body maintenance. Like, you got to like keep that. the maintenance up on your car. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the vehicle you navigate through life with. That's what I'm talking about, body maintenance. Yes. So, what have been, I guess, some of your, because uh, you've been doing this for, like, what? Seven years. Seven years. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you're like a veteran. I am a vet. You're a veteran. <laughs> I'm a massage vet. You're a massage vet. <laughs> True. Um... So what have been, what have been some of your challenges? One, I guess, because you have to do what I have to do with like the cook shop. I have to educate people, and then I also have to sell, right? I have to get to make my income because yes. cook shop won't in any business if you don't have sales coming in, then you can't keep you doing don't have it. A business. Exactly. <laughs> you ain't got um, nothing going on. I don't have to depend on cook shop money to like live or nothing like that. But I'm getting it to that point to where I want to be able to take a cut from it. But you're, this is your livelihood. It is. So your whole approach, like, could be, like, a little bit, little bit more aggressive than what mine is for a cook shop. But what have you had to overcome as far as, like, because, like I said, it's sort of like a loaded question. I know you've had to educate people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also just being a businesswoman, 
um, people taking you serious, you know, things of that nature, any pitfalls, what, what hurdles have you had? You know what, honestly, um, the biggest pitfall would have been, would, it would be my own spiritual growth. Okay. And realizing that people are not my source. Yeah. And once I changed that approach, because originally I was aggressive, I was grinding, I was marketing, I was in your face, I was, you know, trying to do all these things, mm-hmm. and it wasn't faring well for me, and that became very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, man, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm making the post, I'm, you know, and I'm like, I'm not getting the results, and that was, mm-hmm. that was heartbreaking, like, because it is my livelihood, and it's been my livelihood for a while, and so, at one point, it was real, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was real, the struggle was real, but um, getting back to, you know, building my own, going through my own spiritual journey and realizing, you know, where it comes from mm-hmm. and knowing that if I stay centered, the people will come. If I continue to provide and, you know, better my service, the people mm-hmm. will come. Yeah. And so that's been the real thing, like, you know, changing my mindset from thinking I got to grind, grind, grind it out to learning how to be mm-hmm. and elevate mm-hmm. and attract the people. That's been so, like the, the whole energy shift. The whole energy shift. I like that because I don't think I don't think, I think you're probably the first guest I've had that actually said something to that magnitude. Because um, that's the only thing that works. No, no, no. Because <laughs> like you know, because you know, the typical thing would be like you know, push yourself, marketing stuff like that, and which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But in sometimes you do have to like realign what you're doing and. A lot of people are in I'm like, I believe we share energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We come into the, someone negative doesn't like positive and vice versa, whatever. Right. Positive doesn't like negative. And if you're putting the energy out there, stuff does start to line up for you. Because mm-hmm. I saw it with myself and just doing different things. Like, I do consultations for people who are starting out, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Should I like just advertise, advertise just to acquire consultations? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. I let it do it itself. Exactly. And, and time is money. Exactly. It is. <laughs> time is money. So time is more valuable than money. <laughs> yes, say that. <laughs> Can't even get it back. So you're right exactly. about that. Uh, so like, yeah, that's what, that's my whole approach to the counseling, I mean, to the consultations. Is that, man, I'll let people come to me. And that's what I've been doing. People have just been coming to me. Like, they'll hit me up. I'll just put it out there. Like, you know, like you do. You put it out there. Okay, you got you know, massage or a new technique. Right. And you just let it do what it's supposed to do. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely, I love that approach. I like I like how you said that, the energy. And I feel like it's like laws of attraction type situation. Every time. And, and whether you're aware of them or try to work with them or not, it, they're always at work. Always at work. Mm-hmm. Always. So, are you the first in your family then to be like an entrepreneur, or do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Um, I think what no, I, I do come from a family of entre- entrepreneurs. My aunt Gloria owns Sanglo's Fashion over there on Rocky Creek Road. Um, and they're uh, the, yep, that's my auntie Gloria. And my first name is Gloria. I am named after her. So, um, yeah, right, right. Um, and she's been on Rock Creek Road in that same building for years. Um, my aunt Sandy, entrepreneur, my mother did her thing when she was here, rest her soul. So did my father, rest his soul. Um, yeah, so I come from a line of so you've just seen it like, yeah, yeah, no idea. And just I, you know, I didn't realize that's what I was looking at when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm sure my kids nowadays don't even right. know. They have no like you they go to no work. Clue. That's what they yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I actually I was on a podcast earlier today, 
and that's what one of the things we were talking about. One of the guys, he asked me, he was like, so, you know, your kids or whatever, how do they see that? And I was like, I have eight children. And well, everybody knows how many kids I always talk about. But I had the first set. Which is that, amazing. <laughs> yeah, which, well, yeah, it is in itself and all the stuff that I do. Uh, but and you still have your hair. Yeah, well, hey, you know, starting to thin a little bit up here, but I've been using hemp oil and stuff, so we'll, well you see. you got eight kids, like, yeah, well, you know, check you out. You're doing good. <laughs> That's all you got is this little, yeah. you are doing great. Hey, well, you know, I just, you know, I remember my 20s and stuff where it was so just luxurious and, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, like Ricky Martin type style or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, as we get older, whatever starts changes. But then you just can't uh, stop. But anyway, I'm, I'm treating that with the hair oil. So, hey, y'all going to be the first ones to know that fix y'all their hair oil. Plug. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the first set, the first four, they saw me working in Norfolk Southern up until a point, And then full-time entrepreneurship. The second set, they have never, like, Adonis, he's uh, seven years old, Aubrey, eight. Yeah. And she don't even remember, but she was like the transition of when I stopped being a worker and became my own boss full time. Um, Emery, Avery, of course, being four, going on five. I'm like, for her whole life, all she knows is I just, you know, I leave, I come back, leave, come back. But I'm always there to pick her up and drop her off at school. Right. And Which is awesome. Yeah. And I don't even, I don't realize, I don't think the second set realized like how valuable that is. Right. Because a lot of kids, you know what I'm saying, they got to get it on their own or whatever. Turnkey kids. Exactly. Is that what they call them? Yeah. Yeah. Turn the key and walk into the door and that's it. And you're on your own. Right. Exactly. Which a whole lot of things can happen. True. Um, But yeah, I was just sitting there and I realized, you know, that, and I was like, yeah, it's amazing how like, you know, their whole perspective. Um, but like you said, though, you know, they don't. I don't think they really understand. Like I talk about to them, and like I bring them out here, and they know I got like another location at the office because um, I've been basically kicked out of this location. <laughs> it just it just happens that nothing was going on today, so I was like, right. okay, I could film today here. But it would it would have been in my other spot. Uh, like I said, uh, very close to the neighborhood. Um, but yeah, but it's a good thing because it forces me now to like do a lot of more of the stuff. Like I got ads I got to do and stuff like that. Right. Because uh, that rent money it comes. Hmm. <laughs> Whether you got it or not. Exactly. It's, it's going to be there. Expenses it are going to be comes. there. Yeah. Um, believe that. Do, do you feel as you go through your life, your peers, um, people that just know about you, your friends, family, whatever the case may be. Do you feel that any of them, like, you know, sort of, like, resent what you do because you're able to be your own boss or your own woman? Or do you feel like you get a lot of support? Or is it somewhere <laughs> no, in between? I would say it's somewhere in, the, in between. You know what? I don't even I don't even trip on the people who resent it anymore mm-hmm. because I realize that they're resenting two things. Yeah. One, they're resenting the idea that is totally wrong about entrepreneur yeah. life. Yeah. And two... There is really there is it in the fact that they feel condemned that they are not doing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Basically, it's all personal. It don't yeah. got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me. So I don't, I don't even see them really. You know, it is what it is. You, I'm telling you, you're mad about the wrong thing. Yeah. Entrepreneurship ain't pretty. No, it, it, it is not. It's not what <laughs> you, you like, see you on TV. You get to make your own hours. Um, yeah, according to my clients. Exactly. <laughs> so it's not the same thing. I'm telling you, like it's they don't not. they don't get that. Yeah, and I, I don't. If nobody's on my table, I don't get paid. Yeah. Because you can go to work and do nothing. As long as you're on the clock, you don't get a check. Mm-hmm. It don't work like that. You know, when people cancel, I don't mm-hmm. care if it is an emergency. 
that's money I don't get. Yeah. Which is why I charge deposits. Is it $30 deposit to make an appointment? If it's not refundable, because I need it. Exactly. <laughs> like, I definitely get that aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I think that a lot of people don't get that because they're still caught up in that, you know, it's different being you're responsible for your own source of income. Yes, it is. And then I can take that one step further. It's different being responsible for other people's sources of income. True that. Because I don't get it. Like, people don't realize one company that I'm involved with at the Southern Center, I'm like, we have nine to 12 people that I pay mm-hmm. every two weeks. Yikes. And, yeah. So and that you means you got to pay them whether you get paid or not. Exactly. Well, I've gone some months without being paid. But my personal bills still got to be paid. The kids still got to eat and things of that nature. So that's why I have so many different things going on. But people don't realize, I'm like, it's hard building a company to where other people are relying on you to make the decisions and also to be able to, you know, write their checks write or, check. you know what I'm saying, them be able to pay their bills. And they don't get it. I don't get, I don't get time off. Like, I literally have to shut, like, we have shut down for the whole week of Thanksgiving. Like, my wife ain't had, we didn't go on a vacation or nothing like that this whole summer. Um, I was looking forward to it. We did not go to Maine like we did last year. It was like, I wanted to. I, I, no, for real, I was, I was so, like, I get so much stuff thrown at me, and I do so much. And people don't realize, like, I'll go to sleep 2 o'clock in the morning, still got to get up at 6, 6.30, whatever, get the kids ready and go throughout my day. Yes, I get periods of time throughout the day where I don't really have to account for anything, but it's a continuous going, moving motion. Even right. on the weekends, like on the weekends, I'm doing interviews um, that people can't do during the week. Right. Um, I'm doing shows. Like I have three shows in production right now. You know, so I got this show. I got the cannabis conversations. I got the tipsy uh, talk with TNA that I'm doing after we do this. Um, so yeah, and then I got a couple other different shows I got to help produce. Um, on that to where because I bring people together right. and stuff gets created ideas get thrown around now stuff is starting to move so yeah then I got other stuff I got to do like like I was saying earlier I got to start focusing on the Red Deer's Red Top Party for January um, I got to yeah exactly I got to do uh, I did a business mixer back on July 3rd mm-hmm. I think I might have invited you to it I know you know you have a busy schedule or whatever but no I hate sometimes I'll be missing all the good stuff well, you know, it's okay. I'm, I'm always going to do stuff. So, you know, you're always going to be invited. Um, but, yeah, people love that. And it was a true business mixer. You know, I know you've been to, like, you know, business mixers and stuff in this area, Atlanta, all that stuff, whatever. Right. And, no lie, I had diversity. I had young, I had old, white, black, Hispanic, all these different people here. Melting pot. Uh-huh. A whole melt- it was a melting pot of not only age, races, whatever, but everything, experiences, life, all that. Um, people had the cars, had the balloons, and all that stuff. I got to like see some photos or some footage, whatever. Um, swag bags. I had cook shop. Uh huh. Yeah, I had cook shop. <laughs> I had cook shop T-shirts in there. I had business cards from other businesses, at least eight of them, all black owned. Um, I had um, samples. Of, let's see, the flower and Cassandra. Shout out to her. She's in Atlanta. She comes down like whenever she has sales and stuff. She does cold pressed juices. Mm. So I had that in there for people to try. I had uh, Baked by B, that's Brittany Daniels. I don't know if you know her. She does a lot of poetry, but she also does baking for She does like little uh, key lime or strawberry or something flavored, a little cake. Dessert's real good. Nice moisture and everything. I had that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I had Jessica from um, Southern Vegan. Something so? Uh-huh. She catered. Yeah. 
she was back in what? the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, so people got to try her vegan food, and I put her card in there, too, so I'm sure she probably got some hits off of that. Wow, uh, really? I had, well, you just know. Just the cater, bro? Seriously? Yeah, I missed yeah, out I, on just the cater? Yeah, I called her. I was like, hey, man, how much is this feed? You know, like 40 feet. She's like, what is it full? Is it, you know, finger food? I'm like, oh, let's go with the finger food first. <laughs> and went over there, swiped my car, fainted, you know what I'm saying? I had her booked like a whole month and a half before the event. Uh, had my DJ, he, you know, they got paid or whatever. Oh no, I can't remember. But I, I sent it out, whatever, and like you know, like you know, the crazy thing. This was on Yeah, I put uh, her thing on there. What was I doing? You been doing a lot. I'm sure, because a lot of people was the ones who did come out. Um, I had uh, you know, Brandy, uh, B Lux. Uh huh. She was one. Of, uh-huh, she was one of my speakers. I had three speakers. I had her. I had the, uh, you know the uh, Solomon Solomon and Shannon, the sneaker yep, twins. Um, Global Soul. Uh-huh, Global Soul. They spoke. Um, they gave their experience. I had uh, Gross. She gave her experience about how to open up the House of X Art. Uh, X Art. Uh, House of Art. I, I can't remember how you say it, but it's on Cherry <laughs> Street. Uh, exactly. She was talking about her experience, and then the flyer got around. This, this is crazy. I had people that I never met showed up, right? They paid a little, you know, like $20 to get in or whatever and get all this stuff. Plus, you had cook shop products, too, that you got, too. I think I put some of those in there um, besides the shirt. But anyway, people were texting the flyer that I shared on Facebook to people's cell phones. Because I was asking, like, how'd you get it? Like, oh, I had this one girl. She walked in, like, she looked a little like a model. Okay. Now, and, and I asked her, like, what do you do? She's like, I want a model. I'm like, okay, cool. She's like, they nice dark skin and everything. So I'll be shouting, you know, I'll be, I'm one of those people. I like to see a lot of more dark skinned women out there. Um, I was like, okay, cool. Had this one dude or whatever. He, he didn't never knew him. He had got it. I know who he was. Exactly. I, I know, I, like, somebody, I'm like, at least about, like I said, it was about 40, 50 people. There was a lot of us in here. Personally, I only knew probably about 30 of them. The rest <laughs> so of them, you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. the others came from, but they came. Hey, hey, they came, they paid, you know what I'm saying? And everybody money. networked, and people was hitting me up talking about, man. They were like, before they were leaving, they were like, when's the next one? When's the next one? I was like, well, dang, y'all got to stand. This, this is a whole lot of preparation <laughs> working artists put into this. Well, but drip, it's yes, good. It's, that's what I got to work on. <laughs> I'm thinking like January, February-ish. I, I don't know. It's got to be somewhere in between here. In between wow. doing the red dressing room tap party and then doing that or whatever, I'll be pooped for the first quarter um, of 2020. But it's fun though. I was gonna say that that's a good that's the fun part about entrepreneur. Like, yeah, entrepreneur does have its upsides. Like, yeah. and especially when business is going. Like, I like mm-hmm. when I look at my schedule and I'm like, no, actually I'm booked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm actually busy. Yeah, which is <laughs> you no, know, it's a great thing. Yes. Um, but yeah, you know this. Yeah, I always wondered that with, like, you know, fellow entrepreneurs. And uh, I love the fact that you're a full-time entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? Like, not not to discount part-time entrepreneurs, but there's a level of connection and understanding we both have for one another um, that even the part-time ones don't get because they're still stuck in fear mode. Um, True. What, what got you out of fear mode? You know, what made you jump out there and, like, really just do it? Because I'm like, you could have done this part-time. I could have done it part-time, but the universe just wouldn't allow it. There was no, um, when I told you struggle was real mm-hmm. um, that year in yeah. school. And yeah. um, so I really was thinking that I would do, you know, school and work. Mm-hmm. 
that didn't happen for me. I was stuck in Atlanta with no car. Oh, wow. In North Atlanta. So oh, dang. You really? No, right. The yeah. struggle was real. There was wow. no... Because um, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to get my tax money. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get my car fixed. I didn't do that. Yeah. Didn't get any tax money. It was real. Wow. Um, then I came back home. Man, I, let me tell you. There was just no... I couldn't find a job, but I still was just doing my thing in the process. And mm-hmm. while I'm steady trying to pick up some other work, it started, you know, the ball started rolling. And then from there, like, one day, little bit, like, you know what? Yeah, I can, you I'm transition into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're I'm actually good. good right now. I don't, yeah. I don't need a regular job. Mm-hmm. I worked at the Ritz Carlton for a little bit mm-hmm. in the spa, the mm-hmm. massage there. Um, and then um, my mom passed away. And mm-hmm. then so many people passed away. There. And then after that, it was like so low, 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 low. Yeah. That was back in, um, my mom passed away in 16. Mm-hmm. So after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not going back to a job. Yeah. I'm good. Like, yeah. I went and had to look around. Like, you know what? I have definitely been making it happen. Mm-hmm. And I make more money without a regular job. And I have more time to make the money if I don't yeah. get a regular job. So. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, your fees and stuff. I and, mean, you know, you account for your insurance. Your... Do you have to get your insurance? Sure do. Okay. I figured you did, but you account for all your operational costs, mm-hmm. and then you know you know you can, you know you pay yourself or whatever, however you pay yourself. Right. But you make sure your prices are that, and you know what you have in, in value. Um, yeah. So I'm like, you definitely doing your thing. So where do you go from here? Are you trying to just increase, you know, like revenue or whatever, but it still just be you? Or are you leaning towards a company? style approach or a franchise style approach to where I mean because you know you're, the way you are or whatever I can see you actually being that person of training others and Definitely. you being like the over them the supervisor over them or whatever and just Definitely. making sure Definitely where I'm going with that um, first spa then bathhouse I want a bathhouse like I really want a bathhouse so okay so explain to us then what, like, what is a bathhouse Oh man, so um, some people have heard of the bathhouse that's in Atlanta. It's in, I think, Duluth is the name of where it is. It's called Jeju. Mm-hmm. I really love that bathhouse. Um, but so basically, the bathhouse has um, saunas, steam rooms. Oh, okay. Um, so you, you come in, you get showered, because mm-hmm. um, you have to be in, you have to shower before you get into any of these things because they're a community. So it's mm-hmm. a community hot tub, community mm-hmm. jacuzzi, community cold plunge. Yeah. Um, they have like, uh, I mean, several different saunas, um, mm-hmm. several different steam rooms, eucalyptus steam room, you name it. And then they also have the amenities of a spa. So there's a massage, there's V steams, there's uh, body scrubs where they mm-hmm. literally like a little Korean lady puts on some hand mittens and scrub you from top to bottom, front to back. Like she gives you a bath on a mm-hmm. table. Um, which is pretty dope. Slothing off all kind of uh, dead skin, mm-hmm. the whole nine. Um, they have a nail shop, the whole, like, everything spa related. Mm-hmm. Everything to renew yourself is there. I want a beautiful Mediterranean style bathhouse. Oh, wow. Right here in Macon. Really, in Macon? In Macon. You know, Macon is really um, stepping up with the flow through traffic. Mm-hmm. And honestly, people go to these things from Macon. They just go to Atlanta. Yeah. And- Why? Exactly, because people feel that we don't have enough or we don't have stuff here. And that's the thing that I love about the media and stuff, right? Creating, you know, stuff like this, inspiring other people to get to doing to this level. And not only 
Because I, I don't look at it like competition during the day. You know what I'm saying? My interview no. style is not everybody else's interview style. Nor is their experiences, my experiences, whatever, and vice versa. Um, so I don't care who comes along or whatever and does something. Uh, regardless if they've been, you know, doing whatever else that where they can slide into doing stuff like this. Um, but we can create everything here. Mm-hmm. We have the resources to do it. Um, just numbers alone, like Macon has 1.5 billion that goes through it in circulation of commerce. Middle Georgia, it puts it to 3.5 billion. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of revenue to tap into. Sure is. Yeah. You know, because sure I'm, uh, I'm doing my application to SCORE. Um, SCORE is a nonprofit that uh, started way back in the day, like 40, 60, something like that. And the entrepreneurs go through them to help with business plan, marketing, all that stuff, workshops. Oh, They're very uh, keen on, especially this year um, and last year, doing a lot of stuff and resources for uh, women, black entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So definitely should uh, look them up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, they offer a lot of different workshops that you would pay elsewhere like way more they try to keep everything around the 25 30 maybe 50 dollar range um, huh? mentorships all sorts of stuff so you don't have to get everything you know what I'm saying on your own um, That's dope. yeah so I, I gotta finish my applications I can like you know be like a mentor they have a lot of mentors or whatever but I don't mind I tell them I just help out whatever I'm like cause y'all need people to help market it's a non-profit so like with most non-profits they don't have a lot of resources as far as budget to push uh, for marketing. Right. Um, but they use, you know, word power, power of word and networking or whatever to really get their stuff going out there. So once I'm done with that, I'll be cool. Because that actually helped with uh, consulting, actually, because there's a funnel system. Instead of me trying to convince people who want to aspire to do stuff, mm-hmm. I don't have to, like, put them through the ringer or whatever. I'm like, if you come through this other process, you already went through the ringer. Right. You know. And now I just take you on some sales meeting. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we got a couple more ads we're going to run here in the moments, and then we're going to get back and we're going to wrap it up for y'all. What's up, y'all? I love running into organizations that are doing great things for the community. Y'all know I do this. I promote as much as I can. I've come across the Benjamin Reed Family Organization Incorporated, a new nonprofit here in the Middle Georgia area that is solely solely centered and focused on demolishing violence and anti-bullying. That is their mission. The mission is to end anti-violence. They're going to be a platform for anyone who is a victim of violence. They're going to assist men, women, children, or victims of domestic violence, not to exclude those that experience emotional, economic, sexual, and physical violence as well. They will focus on providing emergency and transitional housing, emotional support, and diversified continuum of services focusing on safety, empowerment, self-sufficiency of victims of well. Through the community partnerships, the Benjamin Family, Benjamin Reed Family Organization Incorporated will raise awareness, provide services, and educate the community members about violence. They're going to do this individually. They're going to do this in group settings as well. To anyone who is a victim, 
of bullying, whether it's been in the past or it's in the present. They want to help individuals embrace their own uniqueness. They want to help them implement good self-esteem, communicate effectively with parents, teachers, and or friends by talking to them about situations that involve bullying and anti-violence. Now, if y'all want to get on board and support this nonprofit, you can do so. You can email them brfoinc at gmail.com or you can call the number 478-216-8581. That is 478-216-8581. This is the Benjamin Reed Family Organization Incorporated. Doing great things in the community. King's Massage LLC over on Riverside Drive. Definitely uh, check her out. Um, and we've talked about a lot of good stuff, a lot of quality stuff. Um, you know, entrepreneurship, getting started, you know, inspiration, background, everything you have to do. Um, what do you feel that, you know, sets you apart from any other massage therapist, especially, you know, in the middle of Georgia area? What is it about you? Um, you mean like my actual style style or you know what makes you different unique i think what makes me different is for one i take a more more well-rounded approach like Mm -hmm. i'm not just focusing on you relax like when i get in that room Mm -hmm. like all kinds of things are happening that they're not aware of like they get up feeling renewed because i'm working on a physical Muscle whisperer. I'm a muscle whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yes. yes do, do you feel like? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, do you think that any of your competitors or like? Because I know you don't look at them as competitors. Because no. um, you you're a unique person, so that's what it is. Um, do you, do you feel that from the industry? Do people like look at you and like fear you, or do they be like, yeah, you know, I work with her, but I'm really not gonna work with her, or do you get that type of energy from anybody? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay. No, um, me and other therapists collaborate. I think you said from Fit Sick and Soul. Mm-hmm. I had four therapists working at event. I didn't even have to work my event. Mm-hmm. Um, when I need to do couples massages, I can call any of them or someone else. Um, getting my own massage, I allow another therapist. I was going to ask you about that earlier. That's like one thing that popped in my head. So, like, how do you treat yourself? Because you have to, because you're working. Yes. And you got to be able to, you know, rejuvenate. Yoga and massage. Okay. That's how I treat myself. Like, definitely. As a matter of fact, I just had a massage today. 
good. So, okay, so as you're on the table, are you critiquing in the back yes. of your head? Like, I know you probably can't help yes. it because you're a professional in what you do. Yes. So, you know all the, the ins and the outs or whatever. Um, have you ever had, like, a bed massage? And do you use the same massage therapist? Or do you just go to different um, ones? Or? I try to stick with the same therapist. It's kind of like, you know, get a barber you love, mm-hmm. stick with barber. Because, yes, you can get a bad massage. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you asked me earlier, that's something I didn't think about. Something I had to come back. I have to come back. Oh, the people's experience with other therapists. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, it's like McDonald's. Every McDonald's does have the same service. They don't have yeah. the same, you know what I mean? Like, massage hurts. I don't get it. Massage that you wear from this person hurts. We aren't trained the same good point is massages when they're done should not hurt Definitely they should be the opposite yes and heal. honestly well the problem is the client doesn't understand that they are in control of the pressure some people will really get on that table even after I say that like you let me know if this hurts mm-hmm. and they'll just take a good old beat down <laughs> it just won't say especially a man because they think mm-hmm. I'm so I'm a woman and I'm small so I shouldn't be able to hurt them but when you have what we call trigger points, those knots you feel, mm-hmm. a baby can hurt that. If they mm-hmm. touch it, they know what they're doing, put some yeah. pressure on that, they can have you curled up. So yeah. yes, massage should not hurt. And I do try to stick with um I do try to stick with the same therapist, but it's pretty much like, um, what could you liken it to? Um I don't know, maybe maybe getting a haircut, like if you ever go to a new barber, you can just tell by the way he put the clip on your head the first time, you're like, oh, this is gonna be good or this ain't gonna be good. Like, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. tell by by the first touch, the first stroke. I'm like, mm-hmm. or yes. Mm-hmm. Today I had a new therapist because I went to a Queen's Grand Opening celebration that was part of it that we went to this uh, mm-hmm. this place in Atlanta. And as soon as the therapist said, I was like, oh, thank God, because mm-hmm. it could be that. Yeah. I definitely spent big money on bad massage. Ooh, uh, yeah. We're not spending big money on bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a learning, you know, curve for, I guess, everybody and then, you know, while they're into it. And that goes back to my, my uh, point. <clears throat> no matter what business I'm in, I'm in it because I'm passionate about it. Because I want to be in that industry. I'm not in it just for money. Money, I know how to make money. Money, it is, it's easy. You know what I'm saying? Money's a part of the service. So yeah. Get the service, get some money. Exactly. And when... You're passionate about something. You're just gonna. It's gonna take things to a whole nother level. Yes. And you're gonna do stuff that people who are just money driven are not going to do. Agreed. So. I think you know. that is the main difference. When another difference when coming to me or a person like myself, someone who works for themselves, versus mm-hmm. going to a spa. Yeah. The people who work at a spa are getting paid peons compared to what they could make if they were making on their own. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna take it the same way. You yeah. know what I mean? I often give a full hour or longer when you book an hour session. When you go to a spa, you have an hour. Mm-hmm. That hour includes the time for you to tell them what's going on, for you to get on the table, to get off the table, the whole oh, night. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so yeah, really your so. service is more like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Yeah. I give the full amount, and a lot of times, one, because I'm passionate, two, because it's my business, I give more. Like, I always leave 30 minutes between my clients. Because I usually use that time up on the person who only booked an hour. But I don't care. Like, I want you to get up for the renewal. And mm-hmm. if that means I give you some more time that you may pay for, so. Yeah. So you definitely, you practice really good quality customer service. And I ain't even been to you. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm both me. I'm both me. I've been wanting to book one. Yeah. Yeah. I think. It, yeah. Exactly. Because I think it, one, it'll help me. Like when I do, uh, like, cause, like I told you, I do ads and stuff. Most of the ads I sold are to that people I've interacted with their business. So when I do create these ads, I'm already going to have my own testimony I can get to. It. Right. So, so it's going Exactly. It's not going to be me re-scripting. Plus, I don't believe that either. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. Like, I did one ad. I ain't never tried to grow products, whatever. And, like, you was talking about, like, the beast things or whatever. Mm-hmm. It sort of relates to it. She, um, She's in Arkansas, and she does Yoni products. Oh, nice. And, yeah. She, um, once she supports the cook shop or whatever. Um, nice little purchase. Um, but, um, with that, I was like, you know what? You know, I do have, you know, outlets where you, I can help, you know, your business. About a three month campaign, so right. the next three months, you know, she's gonna be missing and stuff like that. So, shout out to her, exactly. But when reading her um, reviews through her Facebook page, mm-hmm. her business page, uh, you, a lot of y'all need that and get you a business page, even if it's a Facebook page, it's still business, it's still professional. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't even have to go through the whole website or whatever, it's you know, if you can sell all your products through that particular big enough for you but like I'm reading review after review after review after review straight positive stuff life changing altering stuff nice. and yeah so I incorporated it in the ad I'm, I'm gonna let you hear the ad here in a moment um and I was like you know what I can rock with stuff like that because even though I have not tried a product and I can't try a product because I'm not a woman <laughs> yeah I don't have a V um but I can still appreciate that she takes quality she takes care of her product and she stands behind what she's built and she's young she's like 24 maybe 25 ish i love seeing you know that 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 is so inspiring for me because i'm like wow you're doing it this way at this particular age just think when you get my age you're gonna be like million billion dollar company is it's it's there and be able to control something like that so yeah like i got to connect to it and I got to have like I, I think those are the best selling points you know when you've actually done something so yeah that's so dope yeah. to be so young and already man you know I, I can't I miss that way but I'm still young but yeah. I ain't no spring chicken yeah <laughs> <laughs> but man you got lots of wisdom you know 22 23 24 yeah. just really like yeah if I had that same you know, time Dialing back the gears or whatever, but with the same mindset I have now, mm. man, please. Hello. Yeah, I'd be way, man, I'd be, like, my goal, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take over Macon, I'm going to take over Middle Georgia, I'm going to take over the Southeast United States. That's about where I'm going to limit it. I want, I'm going to be from Virginia to Texas. That's my whole Southeast. I want all those states. And I'm fine with that because I won't lose the companies that I build. I won't lose company culture. I'm real big on that. I don't want to get past 200 some employees. Because I want to be able to walk in. Ideally, this is my, uh, this is like my career job. Um, as, as I get to retirement, whatever, you know, I'm not senile or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I want to be the CEO, walking around, just talking to all my employees, one a day, every day I go in. That's all I'm doing. I'm talking to an employee like you know, three, four hours a day. You know that person? Yes, they're still gonna get paid. They only have to work, you know, four hours a day. The other four hours a day, they don't be talking. I'm gonna be talking, and I'm really going to learn that person. And then I'm going to do that every single day. 
So by the time you know the end of the year, you know, I didn't talk to pretty much all the employees or whatever. And the only other time I'm doing stuff is like when we're board meetings and stuff like that. Yeah, building some real value yeah. culture. But keeping the culture, exactly. Because I want to do, like how Motown did, like their annual uh, picnics and stuff like that. I want them to be able to bring their spouses and their loved ones, whatever the case, I'll be able to know them and just know this whole family of people outside of just the workers or whatever. Um, and be able to connect with their brother be like, oh yeah, yeah, I do remember, you know what I'm saying, such such, or hey, you didn't win your birthday like, you know what I'm saying, two days ago, you, got, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. I don't want that. That's dope. When you get past 200, you lose it because now you're doing a cookie cutter approach to business. Right. And I understand because you're getting, you're talking about, you know, going from like, you know, what, 50 million to 100 million or whatever. So, of course, the time is just the thing. Time, you cannot manufacture time. So, what you have to do, you eliminate quality. So, you start in this quality, but then slowly over the course of time, because you're building up that revenue, mm-hmm. you know, quality starts to diminish. Right. And, and then you some gotta, other guy, yeah, that's just part of his job to talk to employees. So, he's doing some old, how yeah. are you today? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> this, yeah. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to keep it. I'm like, hey, to me, um, you know, I know all about the stuff. Like a small business, according to the federal uh, guidelines, you can make twenty-two million dollars a year and still be considered a small business. So, I'm okay with being that small. Exactly, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Like I had <laughs> dreams of when I was younger. Like I, I literally remember, like when I was in third, fourth, fifth grade, I wanted to be like a trillionaire, right? I wanted to be the first trillionaire. As I got known, I, I understand how much money that is now. Right. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't really have to do that to make my mark now. Now I understand it's not just about the money. Correct. I also want the quality of life. And I will sacrifice, like, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm fine with $20, 30000000 million a year. I'm fine with that. If you could do that consistently year after year, man, you, there's that's a lot you can do. Exactly. And that's what I'm doing, you know, with the kids, whether they're going to be plugged in or whatever. So it's going to keep its whole family approach. Eventually, one of them can take the reins on whichever company, um, you know, or if they're not, don't want to do it, then whoever I'm grooming at the time will be in the mentor, you know, so, yeah, that's, that's my, like, end goal. Yeah. I definitely, my end goal is most definitely about increasing the quality of life of my church. And I do, you know, in the process of learning different things and, you know, having to take those CD courses, I'm developing my own style. I have a signature service right now. Like, mm-hmm. I always hear, and I love it. To me, it's my favorite compliment. Can I get massages like everywhere? I've never, never experienced anything like that. Yeah, that's exactly. And that, that's dope, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you care about it that much. But, um, it's, it's been great talking to you. We yeah. definitely got to do this again. Sure. Um, but, you know, we got the other booking or whatever, but, you know, we're going we're gonna to let people be surprised about that one. Um, but I'd like to give my guests um, the last words. So if there's a mantra or, no, well, first of all, let's go ahead and get to social media and all that stuff and the information out there. Out there. Where can they get in contact to uh, book your sizes or what's the best platform to follow you on or you know, how, they, how do you want them to be directed? Okay. Um, I like personal contact above everything else. So call me at <laughs> 478-262-0944 okay. if you prefer to go online. Silent Self, uh, and maybe one other person. 
that's like just loves throwing the number out there. Yes. <laughs> I get it. I love it. I'm old school like that. I like calls. Yes, I don't even like texting as much. I, I just it. call me. Like, I'll be texting some people, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call. Because right. I'm old school like that. I just, you can dictation, all that stuff. It matters to me. Pauses, um, up and down. Faster. I don't yeah. know what say. Yeah. Man, a five-minute conversation can turn into an all-day back-and-forth on text. Because it only takes me one distraction. It's over. Yes. Okay, well, there y'all have it. Uh, let, let them have the number one more time. 478-262-0944. All right, and uh, there you have it. Miss uh, Coco Kelton. But uh, with Chronic Keys Massage, LLC. But also, I'd like to give my guests the last word. So if you have a mantra or any saying that you want, or any words of inspiration, you know, Remember that you are one with God and you cannot separate the gift from the giver. So you have everything that you need. That's dope. All right, and there you have it, y'all.